Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm J.B. Smoove, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com slash hypergig with details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to BrainStuff from How Stuff Works. Hey, BrainStuff, I'm Lauren Vogelbaum, and today's question is why are stop signs red? Why not green or purple? Why not mango tango or tickle me pink? In the early days of motor vehicles, the rules of the road were, let's say they were really more what you'd call guidelines than actual rules. Believe it or not, the first stop signs in America were not put in place until 1915. According to historical estimates by the Federal Highway Administration, in 1915, there were already almost 2.5 million cars driving on U.S. roads. When those much-needed first stop signs finally did show up, it happened in the motor capital of Detroit, Michigan, and they were not the red octagons that we know and love today, but white squares with black letters. Now, traffic sign codes throughout the 20th century have recommended several different variations on the basic design— For example, in 1935, the United States got its first official Manual on Uniform Traffic Control Devices, which said stop signs should be a yellow octagon with black or red lettering. 
It wasn't until the 1954 revision of this 1948 edition of the manual that the red octagon with white letters became the law of the land. According to that document, the red color is consistent with the accepted use of a red light as a stop signal and of the color red as a special warning of danger. Furthermore, they explained that the original decision to use yellow instead of red was because red pigments were more likely to fade over time with exposure to the elements. However, by the 1950s, the state of California had solved the problem by using porcelain enamel to protect their precious red signs, and higher durability red paints were becoming more widely available. And, like that, red became the new yellow. But there's a question that goes deeper than uniform traffic signaling protocol. Why red? Is there any reason to think a red stop sign would work better than any other color at getting drivers to stop zooming straight through intersections at 88 miles per hour? One fairly obvious answer is that red is not as likely to blend in with the landscape as some other colors. This explains why the Highway Administration has repeatedly rejected our proposal for a green and brown camouflage-patterned stop sign. Another important point is that, like the aforementioned manual says, red is a color we consistently use to identify warnings and peril. Think about the wrong way sign and the do not enter sign. Having consistent color coding helps drivers learn to identify specific colors with specific messages. So even if you only catch the hint of a red sign out of the corner of your eye, you're more likely to react with caution the way you've been taught. There are also some behavioral research findings that might point to the inherent power of the color red to command our obedience. For example, a 2011 study published in Psychological Science found that male rhesus monkeys under test conditions were less likely to steal apple slices from human experimenters who were dressed in red. The monkeys didn't seem to care about the gender of the human experimenter and were not deterred by green or blue clothing, but a red hat and t-shirt were enough to make the monkeys cautious about swiping that fruit. Now, it's important not to read too much into that result. The study was done on monkeys, who could be reacting to red for all kinds of reasons. But it at least suggests the possibility that there is a primate instinct to associate red with dominance or authority. And if humans share this hypothetical primate instinct, the difference between a red stop sign and a yellow stop sign might be the difference between stop in the name of the law and hey, hey, hey guys, it might be nice if you, you know, came to a halt or, you know, turned off your nitro boosters. Today's episode was written by Joe McCormick and produced by Tyler Klang. For more on this and other arresting topics, visit our home planet, howstuffworks.com. Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. Uh, Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, Plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. 
Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work.